You're listening to Manufacturing Ignition Recruitment Advice, bringing you right up to date on the latest recruitment information, trends and discussions to help you recruit the best people for your business. Sponsored by Bonfire Recruitment, helping manufacturing leaders across the UK to attract the best talent for their manufacturing company. Ignite your business or career today by visiting www.bonfirerecruitment.com. Here's your hosts, Terry Mallin and Scott Buchanan. So on this episode of the Manufacturing Ignition Recruitment Advice, we're going to discuss on the day after Blue Monday, <laughs> looking for a new job, how do you maximise your social media presence online? Uh, on Pink Tuesday. <laughs> Pink Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if you're listening to this podcast, this is targeted towards an individual looking for a job. So if you're looking to find a new role, probably the first thing you you would probably do is you know become more active on LinkedIn and job boards. Why why does everybody use LinkedIn, Scott? The the question you probably should be asking is why are more and more people using LinkedIn? Do you know that way? Because actually, and maybe this is the millennial thing again, Terry, which we were touched on just earlier in this podcast, and um, whereby the, the millennials will naturally go to the internet. I naturally go on to LinkedIn if they're looking for a job. Do you know that way? But actually, the more, um, you know, uh, the, the aging population may not naturally go to LinkedIn because the number of searches I've looked for, and I know the pair, I know the people, and I'm trying to find them because I've, I've lost their contact details or whatever, and trying to find them on LinkedIn, um, and they're not on it. <laughs> Do you know that way? So you're right, though. Um, LinkedIn now is, um, is the go-to place, isn't it, from a business networking perspective? Yeah. I've got I've got mixed thoughts. I, I, I don't know how how do you find LinkedIn? I find it I find it okay. I mean, it was bought by Microsoft last year, as you know. So um, I think it'll only improve. I think it's a great tool on the basis that it's a professional network. What yeah. you know, people stereotype. You know, so you think think of Facebook. I I, I don't go on Facebook. That I'm probably more than nosy on Facebook, and that's for all the sort of car things that I follow. So I've got a Subaru, which there's um, a specific. Uh, groups on Facebook where you get really good information and you get a lot of parts that are rare and you can buy them quite cheap because people are breaking their own cars. So I kind of use it for a lot of personal side of yeah. things. I would never use it for work. Whilst LinkedIn, I look at it as more as a as a work thing. I would use Twitter for mo- maybe more. I would never use it for work either, but I would use it for more latest news. Okay. So, uh, Keeping an eye on things. Yeah. Yeah, aye, so if something happened or something, you could quickly so say you know Federer's playing in the Australian Open you know you can actually find out the draw you can search in Federer and see what the score is you know you don't need to go online or whatever I'm just using that as a stereotype mm-hmm. example he's literally playing today uh, you know so to come back to why LinkedIn so I see it as more of a professional network it allows you to network with you know existing colleagues or previous colleagues yeah. it's a sort of you know and, and, and actually in the back of your mind it's an actual window for recruiters to reach out to you, whether that be internal recruiters within an organisation or whether it be agency recruiters, it doesn't matter, but it's kind of putting yourself in the short window. And it, and let's be honest, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, it's always nice to get a wee headhunt message coming through, you know, because you, naturally you feel wanted, you feel, you know, and, and that's 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 how it works really, really well. You know, at the end of the day, I get, you know, Scott, I'm sure you get a lot of messages, you know, being that sort of top recruiter that you are. 
you know, and 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 the basis yeah, it is quite nice to get those messages. So I think LinkedIn has got its definite purpose within the professional allows, and, and yeah, it, it's allowing that access, isn't it? It's allowing you know people that may not well have been unless you had the phone number, unless you had the the email address, or you you stood outside the office knocking the door. You know, it allows an easier route in on the basis that you're part of the network to to, to actually get access to to that person, which yeah, is exactly. great, which is a good modern way exactly. of doing things. So, so a couple. Of, so that's how I kind of went through that, and and so to answer the question on how do you maximise your social media presence, presence, I think it's key to remember, you know, one main thing, as I says, I kind of touched on there. You are putting yourself in, a, you know, on a shop window in front of thousands of people to view. Therefore, there's a couple of things that are very, very important. Content is very important. It's very important that you're putting the time and effort in there and putting, you know, detail, detail, detail. Scott, what's your thoughts on that? And, uh, you know, how much content is necessary? If you were looking for someone right now on LinkedIn for a particular role, kind of stands out to you the most compared to what probably would. Yeah, and I guess this is where we, well, you're, you're similar as well for me, but I guess if we review what we where we come from and I guess where others would be coming from because of the variety of experience that we've been exposed to over the years. Do you know that way? We know roughly what a company will probably do and we know roughly how that person will probably fit into an organisation and what their skill set is and what they're probably doing. So I said... So, so, firstly, so firstly, how do you know that? What does a person have to have in the profile to make that stand out? Okay, so in an ideal world, you know, if if I didn't have the experience level I've got, you would be, you know, you would want to make sure I'd be looking for, yeah, names of company, size of company, that the the job profile, in essence, what I'm doing specifically, you know. So if a, if a recruiter is looking for someone with I don't know Primavera experience, I've got that on my profile. Do you know that way? Because unless the the the, the person that's trying to recruit for me knew that that company had Primavera, for example, then, you know, they, they wouldn't necessarily reach out to me. Do you know that way? So it's, it's, I guess it's around the detail piece, isn't it? Making sure that you're actually, this is what I'm capable of, this is what I'm all about, and this is what my shop window looks like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's, it's literally, think about it as if you, you know, just put everything down. Do you find it useful, Scott, for people to copy and paste their CV? into the sort of job, job job descriptions or the past descriptions of work where the people actually copy and paste that in? See, that's that's a whole other kind of worms, Terry. You know I'm a bit old school that way. Um, one of the things of a CV, the, the type of person that probably do that is probably the same person that hasn't taken time to write their CV correctly, <laughs> which probably adds a whole other, um, you know, get, get, not get issues, but certainly, um, you know, because some people, what they do is they, they get a job profile, copy the job profile and put that down as what they're doing. Now, yes, that is in essence what they are doing. But actually, when you review what you do on a daily basis and what you're actually involved in, does that actually reflect the job profile? You see, so tying into what you're saying there about on the LinkedIn profile should. So the, your LinkedIn profile should be a fair reflection of what you are doing, although I guess it's reflective of the industry or the angle within the industry. So a design person, for example, will be completely different probably than a finance person. Do you know that way? Because actually their interests and their professional interests um, will be different. 
Um, and a design person may want to highlight some of the product development that they've been doing and sharing accordingly, whereas a finance person may be you know, more interested in some of the economists' articles and so on. Do you know that way? So there's a lot of differences depending on the job profile and I guess the role that we're looking for. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's all very well getting all this content into your profile and whatever else, because what it does, it'll throw up keywords. People will be able to search you quicker. However, when you're, you know, when we're doing a search on LinkedIn for individuals for a particular role, we don't see that full profile straight away. So that, so I think, you know, taking one step back on that. So what, what we've done is we've got good content in there, which is keywords, which allows you to be found by recruiters. But actually, what's really important is that your main subject line is uh, a resemblance to exactly what you're doing, um, not just master of the universe or whatever. You know, I've seen these things before, homeworker or looking for a new opportunity. That's fine, right? Looking for a new opportunity. However, don't just put that in as a subject. Put in your, your, your past job title, your current job title, i.e. technical manager of Coca-Cola you know, engineering manager of Pepsi, dash, looking for a new challenge, looking for a new opportunity. So actually that recruiter can look at it and go, all right, bang on, technical manager for Coca-Cola. I'm actually recruiting the technical manager for Pepsi. You, beauty. Right, let's contact this person because they're looking for a new role right now. And the other most important thing from that as well is, is a professional image. What You know, what, what necessarily... What I would say is it's a professional network. You know, it's not necessarily we want to see somebody, somebody with, um, you know, sitting and with football colours on or, you know, yeah. a, a, a drunken night out or whatever else because it automatically gives a bad impression. And, and you know, at you know, the end of the day, I'm, I, I don't mind saying all this because literally, you know, it's the reality of the world. You know, if you've seen that on Facebook, you wouldn't think two things about it because it's a... It's a it's a personal network and all that sort of stuff. But actually, from a work side of things, you know, doesn't it's not too hard to get a really good image up there. You know, you, the phones these days are amazing. You know, get someone in work to take a picture, job done, put it up there. Yeah. And, and you know, it's... it's I think that's you know, it. That's, that's the point, isn't it? It's, it's, it's having a profile that is reflective of the individual and also of the industry and the job that they're doing. Do you know that way? So, for example, if you were Ronald McDonald, right, sitting in a suit, would that be a fair, is that what you're looking for? Probably not. Do you know that way? Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, 100%. So it's, it's, trying, to, it's, it's trying to find the balance. So are we saying everyone should be sitting there suited and booted with, you know, with their, their lucky tie on? Probably not. And it's just trying to find something that, that's reflective that you think is the person reflective of the job and actually the person as an individual because everyone's different and that's where um that's why you know um, it's such a useful tool exactly and the last piece of advice from myself and scott is so you've got that fantastic profile you're now getting found by recruiters etc etc people are getting in contact with you great that's great but actually, what you you can actually do something, and you could be far more proactive. And the way to do that is actually to build your network connections. The more network connections you have, the more people can see your posts that you're putting on LinkedIn. Therefore, the more visibility that you have a wider network. And if you're making regular posts, when I say regular posts, if you're doing it a couple of times a week, you know, and putting a post up there about what you're currently doing in your current role or achievements that I've done, you've just achieved B R C A. Star or whatever, you know, Tesco audit, or maybe the fact is you've just secured two million pounds of business 
you know, from a big fabrication company or you've just won a major contract with Rolls Royce or whatever that might be, then actually what you're doing is you're planting seeds in people's minds. But in order to do that, you need to build up your network. So what I would say is, if you do a quick search into Google and you put in manufacturing influencers 2018 or 2017 even, what you'll get is you'll get a list of people who are regarded as the most influential people in manufacturing and put in the UK as well. So in the UK in 2017. That way, if you go in and connect with these people on LinkedIn, I'm sure these people will have massive networks. Therefore, that actually opens up their network to become a second degree to you. And actually, the more you do that, you're actually getting a bigger scope where you can connect with more people, more people that are relevant within your sector. What we yeah. also look at is the certain type of businesses that you want to work for and actually connect with the key individuals that could be possibly your hiring manager going forward or someone that owns that business. Therefore, you're putting yourself back in the short window. And then that all goes back nicely to where we were at the start. You've got to make sure you've got a good up-to-date profile that's detailed that's going to scream what you do. Yeah. Um, and where you want to go as a career. You want a professional, a media in there that shows you uh, as an individual. And also you want a good subject line where you're catching the eyes of whether it be the hiring manager or a recruiter or an internal recruiter or whatever that might be. And in order to do all that, you need to put yourself in front of the shop window. And that, that way is to connect with as many relevant people as possible and keep it relevant. Don't connect with everybody in MD. You know, keep it relevant to the sector that you're in. And that way you will have a social media presence that's maximised to develop your career and look for that next career opportunity. Yeah, and it may well help you actually from your existing role as well because you're you know you're, you're sharing. You've got you're you're connected with like-minded individuals, aren't you, within your industry? Thanks for listening to the Manufacturing Ignition podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe while you're there and we'll catch you for the next episode.